You are listening to Bizarre Over Booze, the podcast where two drunk friends tell each other tales of the strange and unusual. This podcast is for mature audiences only. So grab your drink of choice and buckle up, buttercups. Because this show is about to get weird. today as always is ashley hello today we are going to be telling you about sea monsters which but we are going to be using rabble wines rosé to get super drunk today and tell you about sea monsters which may be too late we've been pre-gaming for quite a while it's true it's super freaking delicious so check out our instagram find out more info about it why is my chair over here i've been like scooting closer to you i feel like through that tonight i just want to be near you <laughs> I know about, like, creatures that have, like, washed upon the shore yeah. in modern day. All right. So let's just jump right into it. So sea monsters and all that kind of goodness. Mm-hmm. It all really kind of started way back when we were exploring the oceans as humankind. So if you- Which we haven't been very successful of. Very true. But I mean, because the earth is, what, 75% ocean, and we've only really explored what five percent of the damn ocean and see so i'm so glad you mentioned that because as somebody who's like or like who studied psychology yeah i always tend to take an intrinsic versus an versus an extrinsic view so why the hell are we studying space when we know so little about our oceans why aren't we learning about ourselves when we're trying yeah. to project our thoughts and ideas onto the ocean well especially since it's space. like Well, the ocean's like 75% of our planet. Right. And we only have explored 5% of it. Exactly. Yeah. So there's like basically another planet within our our planet. planet. Yes. Yes. Okay, which bothers me so much because it's like, as much as I love space, at the end of the day, if I had to pick one or the other, I would absolutely pick the ocean. It's insane. Right. So you got to think back like, all right, clear your mind. Okay. I'm corpse pose. Let's go. All right. So first off, you're a man. Oh. All right. So. Got a big penis. Uh, You know, I got a fire hydrant down there. Let's go. (laughs) So two. Ladies holla. Right? Girls come at me. (laughs) Two. Okay. You're a man 600 years ago. Oh, fuck. Congratulations. You're Columbus. I'm really fucking hairy. You probably are. <laughs> but here's the thing. Columbus. You know, Dick. Right. And that's the only, the only reason why I mentioned it was because tomorrow is Columbus Day, which should be like indigenous or, you know, full-blown decimation of People's Day. I still can't believe we get people of, off for that day. I have off for that day. I still can't believe it, But though. only because I work in finance. I'm sorry. But I still can't believe it. Like, he was such the biggest, like, piece of shit of history. He was. But you know what he did do? Hmm. In 1492. He's a scout. He sailed the ocean blue? <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> we're going to go through that era of time and the fact that 
Dudes that sail on the open ocean. And that's the kind of mindset I want to put for you fucking, in. Okay, so how bad of a nav- navigator <laughs> is he, though? He said for fucking, like, in <laughs> India and ended up in South America. I mean, maybe even the Caribbean. <laughs> Who knows? But that's the whole point, is that you, yourself, as a man with a giant dick, as we've already confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I got that big dick syndrome we have that big dick energy (laughs) you are set you are setting forth to discover a new nation a new land you are to explore the sea but before then you can but not get scurvy it's true don't get scurvy that's real bad doesn't look good for you it makes you look pale i don't know what apparently you can't get any of those indigenous ass if you uh it's true like hey ladies it's like dude your arm's falling off i don't want to touch that (laughs) let's just assume you're a healthy sailor (laughs) but here's the thing so you explore let's say for example you find something really freaking cool, but you don't want everybody else to know about it, but... That's my everyday life. I mean, pretty much that's why we do this podcast, so like, we can, like, I'm a hipster things. in, like, the full, like, aspect, like, tell me. I find, like, a cave, and I'm like, don't tell anyone else. <laughs> Is that why you have not told me about any of your adventures? Uh, yeah, because you they are bitch. my adventures, and they are my happy places that I find. <laughs> So many people in the world today, like, fucking let their secret places be known on the internet, and then they're not so secret. All right. (laughs) Check in. This secret, like, new cave I just discovered. Here's my latitude and longitude, but don't come look it. I swear there's not gold and diamonds in here. You're still a man. Oh, yeah, with a big dick, yeah. You're a man with a big dick in the 1400s, late 1400s, almost 1500s. But here's the thing. The ocean is a vast thing. You've never really left home. But, I mean, the sea is just calling to you, which is actually something that I strongly believe in. I really believe that people are drawn to water. Of course. Whether that's a lake or the ocean or things like that. Like, I know, being from San Diego, I mean, especially now that I'm living in Colorado, the only thing that I really think about whenever I fly home, because I know I'm going to see my family by default, the thing that I always hope to see is the ocean. You know what's really interesting? So, Mm -hmm. I grew up in New Orleans, and we always take trips to the ocean and everything. Did you you hang out in the bayou? In the bayou? Well, we would go to Florida. Okay, um, okay. I mean, because Florida is really only a weekend trip away. But it's interesting because I've always felt, like, uneasy with deep water. Like, if there's past lives, I died in, like, drowning. Because um, going through aquariums when they have those huge walls of water, I will hyperventilate walking through (gasps) them. But it's, it's gotten better as I've gotten older. Which is why it's, I think it's kind of more like a past life thing because I feel like as you're older in your like current life, you uh-huh. can kind of get over it a little bit more. Okay. But when I was younger until I would say like mid-20s, petrified. Like I couldn't even really walk through aquariums that had like the full like walls of no aquariums. No No. And I couldn't walk on anything that had, was glass where you could like you could oh. see through. But now, like, I'm more okay. But I think it's just because I'm older, which is, which huh. is why I think it would be really interesting to do a past, like, regression. 
Right. Which we'll probably do at some point. Yeah. But because, like, I really feel like in a past life, maybe even my most recent past life, yeah. I fucking died be in water somehow. Because, like, um, we would do, like, boating yeah. like, trips and stuff. And we do, like, ski doing and everything. But I know I was totally fine until I fell into the water. Even if I was wearing a life vest and everything. Huh. But as soon as I fell into the water, I freaked the fuck out until they came and got me. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Wait, so, so let me ask you this. If you had to pick one mm-hmm. between a super deep lake that you could not see the bottom of. And a pool. And the open ocean where you could not see that far down. Wait, so a lake or... Well, if I could A lake see, or the ocean, and you cannot see the bottom, If which I can't see pick? the both of anything, I wouldn't really pick anything, but I would pick a lake before an ocean. See, I'm the complete opposite. You would pick the ocean before I a lake? absolute opposite, because... All right, you know what? I saw Lake Placid. Oh, fuck. The movie Lake Placid oh, with... The movie. <laughs> I want to say John Travolta, maybe. I don't know. One of those guys. And... So, here's the thing. What I learned from Lake Placid, here's my book report, is that when an, when an item, when an animal or an organism goes unchallenged in an ecosystem, it gets bigger and oh. bigger and bigger. I see in that the, point. In a lake, something is controlled. So, but you I feel have like the, lake, the, uh, the but fucking alla crocodile. I'm not sure which one. I'm going to say alligator because crocodiles can be sold. Oh, maybe it isn't a crocodile. Fuck it. We're going to call him an alligator. He eats the fucking cow. And I love cows. But in the ocean, you're swimming. It's like, all right, maybe a shark's going to eat me. But you know what? There's always something but bigger and bigger and deep. bigger. Tahoe's deep. How deep? Super deep. Do they know the, like, fucking, like, deepness of it? Because the ocean, they don't know how deep it goes. Exactly. So there's always something bigger to eat the thing that's going to eat you. Which is why oceans fucking, like, terrify me, though. Because we do not know, one, how deep oceans go. (laughs) All right, that's fair. And two, there's things that wash up on our shore that we don't know what the fuck they are. That does not happen on lakes. All right, so you ready for this? Have you heard of the Kraken? Is it, yeah, well, I've seen it on, like, what is a whiskey bottle or something. Yeah, there's a spice drum called the Kraken. Yeah. So the Kraken itself is actually a giant creature, which has actually been depicted in history as either a massive crab. Or a giant squid. Or a giant squid. 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 (laughs) A scrubby scrub scrub. A squid. A squid. So here's the thing. Okay. Okay. So the idea of the kraken of being a giant squid that can devour boats and eat men whole and stuff like that was completely justified to just being myth and lore. But it's it's mostly considered as a giant squid, though. Like, I haven't seen as much as, like, a crab. Right. So my full understanding, at least in, like, in my personal experience, has been a squid. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, though. It was completely just like, you know, okay, whatever. It's justified as a lore. It's whatever. Until 2007. Oh, shit. What happened there? So in 2007, a colossal squid was discovered. Now, there were hints of the colossal squid little body parts evidence of like you know other organisms being eaten things like that Mm -hmm. but in 2007 
the entire carcass of a colossal squid was found. And let me tell you something right quick. Okay. The colossal squid was over 43 feet long. Wait, was this the one in Indonesia? I believe so. I'm not 100% sure. So that one... It was over the length of a school bus. So I read something that was... um, That washed up on the shore of Indonesia. And it was almost 50... 50 feet long. Right. So the the thing is... is is 34. Yeah. So the thing is, though... Sorry. Yeah. So the thing is, though, they initially thought it was just a giant squail. Or... Squail. (laughs) A giant quail. A large bird from the sea. (laughs) Sorry. It was a giant squid. But they did research, and it had, like, bone structure to it. Right. So then they thought it was like some just giant whale. They were yeah. calling it a what was type of whale is it? It's like a I'm not whaling sure. whale or something like a that. A baleen whale. A baleen whale. Yeah. A baleen whale. So they, those are the ones that are complete vegetarians. They have the weird like the yeah. filters in their mouth, so they just get yeah. But uh, it was so like stuff. Beat up and shit. Algae. They were like, maybe it was like beaten up by a boat or right. whatever. Maybe it was just like so fucking bloated at that point. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like, I don't know because I saw pictures. It doesn't, it looks like a squid. Right. And so <laughs> it does not look like a whale. And so the Kraken is actually one of the longest recorded sea monsters known to man. And so the thing about it is that it is on average, or at least the kraken slash giant squid, colossal squid, giant squid and colossal squid, colossal squid can somewhat be used interchangeably. But the colossal squid, as it is currently known, was confirmed, like I said, in 2007. Mm-hmm. Average length of 43 feet minimum, average weight over 1,500 pounds. Now, I've actually never been on a motorcycle, but a Harley Davidson weighs 725 pounds on average. So we're talking over two Harley Davidsons. And one of the things that really comes to mind for me is actually when my dad was in the Navy and some girl pulled up in a Harley next to him. And my dad's like, if you ever have to put that thing on the ground, how do you expect to lift that thing? And the girl, like, I wish I was as smooth as her, looks at him and goes... Do you really think I would have to pick this up? <laughs> like, come oh, on. Like, there will be somebody that comes around and does this for right? me. Right? Because this thing is over literally 700 pounds. So two of those things combined is the weight minimum average of a colossal squid plus the length of a school bus. I mean, we're not talking some little guppy in the ocean here. It yeah. fully makes sense why sailors would see these things and be like, holy shit. But here's my thing with the Kraken, okay? Okay. So you've got the Kraken. It's a terrifying squid. I'm sure some sailors actually saw it. I don't think it fully attacked their ships because there aren't that many recorded sightings, even in modern science, about giant squids or colossal squids attacking yeah, ships. Yeah, but like the ocean, like I said before, we don't know how deep it is. And I feel they right. might be more acclimated to like the pressure down. Absolutely. Like, they're they not going to be up to here. It. Yeah. But here's the thing. So, I hate to say this, but my, yeah. my best spring break that I ever spent. Okay. 
was studying the geology and biology of Catalina Island off the coast of California. That's not nerdy at all. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So one of the nights, there was actually a pretty bad storm that rolled through through spring break. Okay. And for whatever reason or another, we decided, as in the students and I, decided to go snorkeling the next day. As a result of the storm, the currents were pretty strong the night before. So a lot of the sand had kicked up into the water, so it was incredibly murky. And as we were snorkeling, somehow I ended up being the leader of this, like, six-person group. And we're going through a kelp bed. Okay. And suddenly something whizzes by me. (gasps) And I... I'm not even going to lie. I, if I had pants, I would have peed them. (laughs) I threw my head up out of the water and I screamed shark. It was not a shark. It was not a shark though. It was a stingray. We ended up in a, like, I don't even know what you call them, like a pot of stingrays. And there were a ton of stingrays swinging by us in the kelp. But as I was researching this topic for the story, it kind of had me thinking, The murkiness of that storm that came in the night before and just being in that kelp bed was extremely unnerving. Well, yeah, and stingrays, they can fucking get huge. Right. I mean, stingrays killed, uh, what's his face? Steve Irwin. Right. And the oceanic, like, mana ray or whatever, it can get, like, six fucking feet in length. That's really big. That's taller than both of us. It's fucking horrible, like, and terrifying. Yeah. So the thing that I really started thinking about in researching this is like the way the kelp floated and laid against the water uh-huh. looked a lot like tentacles. Ooh. So I almost wonder if certain sailors, as they were charting these maps, you know, in new areas unexplored, came into kelp beds, potentially hit rocks in shallow areas, and thought that they were being attacked. Because here's the other thing you have to think mm-hmm. about. That's really interesting. Because we've talked about scurvy off and on this podcast. <laughs> you know, you're malnourished. Your oranges. I know. <laughs> yeah, eat your da- goddamn oranges. But I know personally of the feelings that your body starts to go through when it's completely malnourished, you start to hallucinate. You do. And so you see this weird, wavy floating tentacle across the water yeah who's to say you don't think it's attacking your ship yeah i mean i see kind of that because like i have somewhat night blindness so even like so like well even taking my dogs to like the dog park like when it's complete dark and yeah they're just like you know doing their business it's like i can't really see what's happening but i can like my mind can like play tricks on me but i'm like whatever i can't see i know i can't see i don't have my contacts in whatever yeah but at the same time the ocean like i said before we're only five percent explored of the ocean like and it's 75 percent of our planet right so my thing is is like a lot of times things will wash up onto our shores also that are dead so there was this one in i think russia and it was this giant fucking like dolphin type thing that like washed up on their shore wait what yeah it was this giant dolphin shaped thing that washed up into a shore but it had hair on it. It was a hairy fucking dolphin. This sounds kind of gross. Yeah, so scientists were coming back and stuff, and they were thinking, like, maybe it was actually a prehistoric 
creature that was frozen. Holy shit. Up in like the icebergs of like, you know, Antarctica or whatever. Yeah. But we're slowly melting it. <laughs> so then like it melted and started flowing through the ocean and then eventually winded up on our shore. Ew. So, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, our oceans, like, I would totally not be surprised of anything that's ever found in the ocean. They are insane. Right. So, I don't know if you know. Have you noticed my shirt? Uh, it is Scotland, and it says, Home the Nessie. You're right. So, <laughs> here's the thing. You know, sea monsters have been around literally since people have been interested in the ocean, since people have been looking at the coast and things like that. But there's absolutely no reason why a, quote, sea monster should just be limited to the ocean. So I don't know if you're aware. Okay. But my favorite animal is the nerpa. Oh, I thought that was fake for so long, but someone told me it was real. Yeah, so for those of you who aren't aware... The Nerpa is the world's only freshwater pinniped, which means it's the world's only freshwater seal. They are the fattest, furriest little things I've ever seen, and I am obsessed with them. (laughs) They only exist in Serbia. I mean, Siberia. And it is my life's mission to end up there one day. But, (laughs) you know, where they live is this place called Lake Baikal. And it's a super deep freshwater lake. How deep? Like mega deep. I could Google it for you, but I want to keep talking. Okay. I'm so, always I'm always curious because right. I feel like we do not know how deep any water goes. I don't know because like anytime we like investigate the deep waters, the fucking creatures that come available are insane. Right. So at least with a quick Google search of Lake Baikal, the average depth is two thousand four hundred and forty-four. Nope, forty-two feet. That's still pretty shallow, though. With you know, converting that into meters is 744.4. That's still really shallow, though. But it's also frozen January through May. It's really shallow because, like, I work in oil and gas, and we drill wells that are well into, like, 1,500 deep. So, but the whole thing with Lake Baikal is not only the fact that they have the cutest, fattest, furriest seals. Yeah. But there's a lot of things like USOs, so... Underwater, unidentified, sorry, submerged objects, not underwater. Unidentified submerged objects, so USOs, like unidentified flying objects, but underwater. A lot of Soviet divers used to actually go to this area to do, um, what are those things called when they're practicing? Practices? Exercises. (laughs) Exercises. Soviet troops used to do exercises and diving there, and would see all of these lights and weird things going on, which I feel like could be its own episode. But here's the thing that's fascinating to me. Like you've mentioned before, we've only investigated 5% of our own oceans. Yeah, and every time we go deeper, there's fucking, like, more crazy creatures. Right. So who's to say, like, for one, we've already proven within reason that the Kraken exists. So, yeah. one of the next things... It might be called under, like, giant squids, but yeah. right. So the next one that I kind of looked into was Cetus. Are you familiar with Cetus? I don't think so. 
So Cetus is actually part of like Greek and Roman mythology. Mm-hmm. And because I happen to be a little bit of a nerd, and I learned recently that you're a little bit of a nerd too. Uh-oh. <laughs> I try to keep that under lock. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll only talk about my nerdiness. So I used to play League of Legends. My absolute favorite. Oh, can- shit. We're going to talk about video games? Hell yeah. I feel like that might come out. <laughs> so one of my absolute favorite games to play was League of Legends. Okay. I love to play center mid. Mm-hmm. I love to play Cassiopeia okay. or Morgana because both of them were a little bit squishy. <laughs> But I love the fact that both of them were a little bit OP if you're able to get first kill and things like that. But Cassiopeia was actually a legit character in mythology. Right. So Queen Cassiopeia. I've actually done a report on her before, but continue. (laughs) Well, good. Then maybe you should be talking. No, you go. She boasted that her daughter Andromeda was more beautiful than the Nereids, which Mm -hmm. are basically nymphs, you know, they're the daughters of Poseidon, who right. is the god of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Which, apparently, what I've noticed in mythology, a running theme, is just don't fucking insult the gods. <laughs> Everybody's got to do it for some reason or another. Yeah. But they just don't learn. So she's like, yeah, my bitches are prettier than your bitches. <laughs> so <laughs> Poseidon's like, well, fuck that shit. So he sends the sea monster Cetus. Mm-hmm. To attack the place where Cassiopeia lives. (laughs) But here's the thing. They kind of knew it was coming. So Cassiopeia and her husband Cephas were told to sacrifice their daughter that they boasted was prettier than everybody else. So they sacrificed Andromeda. Which is really interesting that it was so like, okay. Right? It was like, all right, fine. So I my daughter. Right? I didn't need her anyway. I have extras. So Andromeda was chained to a rock. And once she actually, like, figured out what was going on, she gotten... She gotten... She gotten... Holy Jesus. She gotten... She gotten... She got in contact with Perseus, who was, like, you know, some great guy or whatever. (laughs) The way he got her, though. Mm Mm-hmm. You know who Medusa is? Oh, of course. Yeah. Lady with snakes for snakes hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. So he, Perseus used her severed head to kill Cetus and turn him to stone. Oh, beautiful. That's the kind of romance I need. That's in my the best life. romantic movie I've ever thought about. Yeah. So we all know typically what Medusa looks like. You know, fucking hair. hideous. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Medusa. Well, that's what she was cursed with, right? I mean,. If I was to be a lady with snake hair, mm-hmm. I'd maybe braid it. But she didn't do that. She didn't do that. She just wanted to go wild. wild. Yeah, <laughs> turning people to stone left and right. I mean, her her Tinder profile must have been real hard to look at. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, anyways, Perseus totally gets rid of her. Whatever. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, we're taking a chewing break. I can actually see my chewing on here, though. Can you see it or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Okay, anyway. So Perseus lays her. They all live happily ever after, whatever, and so on and so forth. But I don't know where I was going. Oh, I was going to tell you what Cetus looks like. Who's Cetus? The guy that was killed 
Because Andromeda was going to be sacrificed. Oh, fuck. I know. I got on this whole tangent about Medusa and Perseus. I'm sorry. You're going really into, like, mythology. I fucking love mythology. I did not expect it to take this turn. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> so Cetus actually has been depicted. De- whoa. Depicted. Thanks. As a fish serpent. So he's like a snake with gills. Oh, hot. Right? Other Fuck depictions him. have included long ears, legs, horns, flippers, tentacles. He's literally my nightmare. But he's literally in my nightmare. I mean, maybe. Don't do that just yet. <laughs> so, are you ready to learn about... Sorry, this name has just gotten me the whole day long. I'm going back into the sea monsters. This is not a sea monster. Are you ready? I'm getting into I, like, Are we still doing mythology? Yeah. It's the half goofa. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what about the half goofa? She's a Scandinavian. It's a girl? Yeah. Okay, girl. (laughs) We need to rethink your name. The Hop Goofa. Oh, fuck. All right, go go on. She's a Scandinavian, Greenlandic, Icelandic, Norwegian myth. Essentially, in the Ovarad saga, which was like way far back, way back when, when none of us were alive, the Hop Goofa was the mother of all sea monsters and fed on whales, ships, men, and anything you can catch, which really lately sounds like my diet. I'm not going to lie. Continue. You know how she would get people? What? She'd burp. Would she really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She would burp, which would expel so much food and gas that it would attract any nearby fish, people, men, anything like that. It would like attract that. it? Yeah, because she would just sit there with her mouth open, like on the surface of the water. And as people were like, ooh, look at all the delicacies. She would just shut her mouth and swallow them like whole. Like a clam? Just like a clam. Ah. Oh. Yeah, so it's great. So the only physical description of her is the fact that she would have her nose sticking out of the water. What does she look like? She sounds disgusting. <laughs> she sounds like my spirit animal, I'm just <laughs> saying. She never knows sticking out of the water, which was often, like, misperceived or whatever as two large rocks. Because she'd also have these, like, giant underbite fangs sticking out. So it was, like, caves and rocks and fun and stuff like that. I just got hiccups. People would fucking be going in there? Yeah. Oh, you fucking idiots. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the last one I'm going to tell you about, because there are a lot of sea monsters. You ready for this one? Uh Uh-huh, okay. The Umibozu. Umibozu? I'm not sure I'm saying that right. Me neither. I've never heard of this. He's a Japanese water spirit. I got that. Okay, good. (laughs) (gasps) So the Umibozu is said to live in the ocean. And he capsizes, capsizes the ships of anybody who dares speak to it. So it's like kind of like working with... It's dick. How dare you talk to me? <gasps> Apparently it's like working Capsize. with Prince. Because I've heard that if you were to work with Prince, you were not allowed to make eye contact to him. 
with him? The artist formerly known as Prince, and then you could go back and call him Prince. All right, like, fine. You got me there. The artist formerly known as Prince. Apparently, you were But weren't... then, like, later in his career, you're like, oh, you can call me Prince again. Right? He was just a normal guy. Yeah, and then he overdosed. And then he overdosed. Like, so many rock stars. This is what it sounds like when doves cry, okay? <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I mean, I do appreciate a piece of this song. I like, I like that song in Romeo and Juliet. I don't know. It's that. like, uh, well, yeah, with, with Claire. Leo. Yeah, and Claire. Who's Claire? Dames. Sure, Leo. I got it. You remember Claire? She was in uh, that new series too. Um, what's it called? I don't know. But what's it called? We're not cutting or editing any of this. This is pure podcast gold well i've seen it before it's uh is it the one like where we're talking about leonardo whoa leonardo dicaprio not da vinci he was a whole different kind of man leonardo dicaprio and like they're at the gas station and they're having like a quote water fight with the gasoline and then somebody decides oh wait no that's zoolander I have Shit. no idea what you're going on about. Ben Stiller and Zoolander, and they're having the fun water fight. And then it's actually gasoline, so I was like, I'm going to let a cigarette. And then all of Zoolander's friends catch fire, and they die. What? It's like right in the beginning. I could have sworn that was a Shakespeare. Never mind. So, um, Umi Bosu. Yeah, so what I always think was Homeland. <laughs> Is the most recent it. thing with like Claire Danes. I've never watched it. So Umi Bosu was a water spirit, and he's said to live in the ocean. And he would Umi, t- Umi. Um, he was also in something like Mononoke, which I don't think was Princess Mononoke, because I feel like I would remember that, because that's Studio Ghibli, and I really love me some Studio Ghibli. So, nevertheless, he would capsize the the ships of those who would dare to speak. Of Umi Bosu. My dick. Right? It's like, you don't speak my name. He who shall not be named. But... Harry Potter. The spirit's name, which combines a character for C and a character for Buddhist monk, is possibly related to the fact that the Umi Bosu is said to have a large, round head resembling that of the shaven head of the Buddhist monk. What? Yep. I took you there. I took you all the way to the Buddha. You're welcome. You need some more Zen in your life. The power of Buddha compels you. I feel like I need more wine in my life right now. We're almost there. You ready? Okay. So, alternatively, the Umi Bosu is demonic. Oh, really? I thought it was Buddha. Almost. It's like balance. Like, I think yin and yang is Japanese. It might be Chinese. <laughs> He's the yang of the Buddha. He is the yang. So, he is a demonic yokai, also known as a specter, that appears on shipwreck victims, or appears to shipwreck victims and ship fishermen. It's believed to be a drowned priest exhibiting a shaven head, like we mentioned before. Okay. And typically appears to be praying along with having a perpetual smile, which, if you ask me, is fucking creepy. Yeah, someone that always smiles is always a creep. Especially if you're showing your teeth when you smile. Like, honestly, Tinder dates, if you don't show your smile, 
like your teeth in your picture profiles, I'm not swiping whatever the direction to yes is. Swipe, I'm not swiping swipe, right. Right, yeah. But at yeah. the same time, if you show your teeth in every single If you one, show too much teeth past your canines, I don't trust you either. <laughs> but if you don't show your teeth, I don't think you have any. That's just how I go. Man, yeah. It's hard. I can't imagine being a man because for me, it's like, look at me, I'm cute. But for men, it's like, do you have teeth? Are they straight? Are you educated? <laughs> but sea monsters. <laughs> what about them? Would you like, date a sea monster, Ashley? I would not. But like thinking back to them, like I really do think they exist just because of how much of the ocean we haven't like like we haven't covered and like discovered yet and i mean like if you even think about it like sponges are fucking insane creatures like spongebob well just sea sponges like you can put them in a blender and blend them up oh my god and then you can take them out and they'll reform i hope so well they'll reform because they don't have any tissues and their special like cell structure they can just recreate which I had, I honestly had no idea, and I'm a little mortified, but I'm also really intrigued. Yeah, but that's the thing, like about the sea, that really gets to me. Like stuff like that happens. Like I feel honestly, the sea is more kind of evolved than us currently above water. I could see that. Yeah, it's really crazy. I mean, even the stuff about how like jellyfish regenerate. Mm-hmm. They do. And now it's like this whole thing about research for Alzheimer's and anti-aging stuff. Like, that's insane. Well, and just how big, like, the fucking, like, scream, or scream, the um, sea creatures get. Like, and that's only the scream, or, why do I keep saying scream? I because I literally scream. feel like these scream, or, <laughs> <laughs> I literally feel like these sea creatures are fucking horrifying. They're scream creatures, in my opinion. They're scream creatures. They really are. Like, just, like, the mound that we have even discovered is just insane to me. No, it's totally freaking true. Like, we have no... Like, the oarfish. Mm-hmm. The oarfish is, like, super ridiculously long. The pian... I think there's a piano fish. Well, the oarfish... Um, well, that's not even until, like, 330 feet below or 330 yeah, feet below the ocean. Yeah, super deep. Yeah, and then they get up to, I think, like, um, I think over 55 feet long, even. Those big things. Which is bigger than the colossal squid I was telling you about it's earlier. Sh- it, they're huge. I don't want to come across any of that shit. But here's the thing. I still trust it more than I do swimming in lakes. Like I said, <laughs> there's always something bigger to eat in the ocean. But in lakes, when something goes unchallenged in an ecosystem, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And for some reason, I have this crippling fear of catfish even yeah, though i own catfish but I that's feel different like i don't know any lakes where they don't know where the bottom is but still like so being named katie i always felt very special when my dad and i would go fishing against Catherine's landing <laughs> but those things hang out those catfish hang out against the dam mm-hmm. they get big enough to swallow a small child i'm sorry i don't care if they won't they might someday that big you think they're huge Mm. No, thank you. I don't. I've never seen a catfish get that big. I don't want to see a catfish get back the, that big. What the fuck am I trying to say anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I just, it just freaks me out. Like 
even the stuff that we know about in the deep ocean, when we've re- literally have only explored 5% of it, with how big and terrifying they get, and then they like are um not accumulate they um coagulate no to the pressure they uh give into oh what's the word uh, succumb no what's the word what was that Did you order something I ordered an Uber oh fuck we're going somewhere we got a lift oh we're we're going somewhere guys because. Here's the thing. We practice safe driving. We should get one of them to be our sponsors, too. And they ring your doorbell? Was that what that was? No, I think I'm connected via Bluetooth to all of my things. What's that fucking word? Not accumulate. Like a... Like they... Accumate. Accumulate. No, acclimate. Acclimate. Okay. So these sea creatures acclimate the like fucking harsh pressure which is why they're squishy and don't need eyeballs and then they don't need to come up no it's true yeah like you've seen like there's that giant piranha looking thing that has like the lantern over its head oh my god no what is talking about the anglerfish and it's actually only the size of a tennis ball did you know that it's only the size of a tennis ball? Yeah, so Finding Nemo is a full-blown fucking lie, except for the fact that clownfish are actually really tiny. So really, it makes sense proportionally. But for humans? No, it's the size of a fucking tennis ball. That's really weird. I didn't know they were that small. But it's still fucking weird to me because they're fucking terrifying looking. They're fucking like giant piranhas, but I guess not so giant now. And they have... They literally have this thing that puts a fucking yeah. lantern over their head. No, and they have needles for teeth, which I don't know if you've ever been pricked by a sewing needle, but it fucking hurts. So I have no interest in a tennis ball size or a soccer ball yeah, size or a dolphin is, size. But that's an example of what we have seen. Like, can you imagine, like, even deeper we where we have not explored? No. It is insane. Like, so I totally feel... Like, there could be this, uh, these creatures we've never seen before. And there's this another thing, like I said, I think before in Russia, where this giant um, dolphin thing washed up on shore and it had fur. And, you know, it was prehistoric. And then it melted and it came up. Are you sure so, it just wasn't like a dolphin or a walrus, though? Well, it had hair. It was hairy. I mean, walruses are hairy, right? Well, dolphins aren't. True. I've never met a hairy dolphin. <laughs> it's just weird. The things that we're, like, that are washing on shore sometimes and we cannot identify and scientists are, like, struggling to. And then they'll just pick the closest thing. Like, the Indonesia one, they're all like, oh, maybe it's a whale. It didn't look anything like a fucking whale. No, you're right. Sorry. It didn't. And they're like, well, maybe it was battered by a fucking boat. I'm I like, just... uh, well, I'm sure a boat doesn't fucking mutilate them. I fell off of my chair. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's just no, weird. It's super freaking weird. And that's the thing. Like, these types of things, I think, almost represent our fear of the open ocean because we have not looked at it so much. So, well, right. in a way, it's us projecting our fear as human beings of the open ocean, of the unknown, of what we might not be able to come back from. Right, but even, like, the lion's mane, like, jellyfish in the ocean. Yeah. It is fucking, like, over 120 feet long. Yeah, or Portuguese man of war. It's just insane, and I don't think we give enough credit. We don't. 
to what the fuck is in the ocean and how we have zero concept on how deep it really is and how big things get. Like, with only 5% discovered and, like, seen about it, like, we're insane. Right, and, like, the Mariana Trench, which is, like, the deepest part of the ocean we've been there, yet we still don't completely understand anything about it. Yeah. Well, well, you can't unless we finally get to the point where we can get past the pressure of it. Because we don't even have machines that can get through the pressure of most of this. Do you think And maybe, it's so fucking dark. Do you think maybe our ego is the pressure? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting to think, too. It's like a lot of people are wondering if maybe instead of exploring, like you said, other planets, we should be instead exploring the ocean. Because... In the same aspect, if we could get deep enough in the ocean and, like, be able to live down there, we might not need the sun once it, like, fucking diminishes. And, like, that's my whole thing. I guess, like, just from studying... From studying psychology. Yeah. Is the whole thing is, like, how can you love somebody else before you love yourself? So how can you look at the rest of the universe like Mars? Yeah. No. We need to know about ourselves. By the way, Mars does not help the situation if our fucking sun dies. It doesn't. It's true. We'd all still be frozen in like, what, eight and a half, nine minutes? Like, we literally need to go to a different universe. Yeah. A so, different solar system. Which we don't have the capacity to right now, so fuck Mars. doesn't matter if there's life or water or any shit like that on Mars. Yeah. Because it's, it's not going to do us any good if our sun burns out. Yeah. So maybe we need to focus more on being able to live, like, in the ocean. Like, develop those systems to be, like, in a perma-like fucking submarine. All I can say is I'm ready to be a mermaid. <laughs> That's all I can say. What That's, about you, Ashley? Are you I'm ready to be so a mermaid? ready. All right. Well, we, well, we go figure out how to be mermaids. We want to thank you. So much for joining us. This has been a super fucking fun episode. We are so happy you're here. Please remember to spay and neuter your pets. Ashley, anything you want to say? Hi. Hi. I'm really drunk. Yeah, and now we're going to go get a shared taxi service because they're not our sponsor yet, so fuck them. Yeah, we're not going to mention their name. But always, please remember not to drink and drive. Make good choices. Love one another. Anything else like that. And we will see you fucking next time on Bizarre Over Booze. <laughs> Where's the thing? The thing what? always gets lost. It always Thanks for listening to Bizarre Over Booze. If you like the show, there are a few things you can do to support us. Please remember to subscribe to our show and then leave a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening. If you want to support our drinking habit, please consider making a donation at patreon.com slash bizarreoverbooze. To see what we're up to, feel free to follow us on Instagram at, <laughs> you guessed it, Bizarre Over Booze. You can also find us on Twitter at BizarreBoozePod. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at bizarreoverbooze at gmail.com. Once again, thanks so much for listening. Oh, shit, my glass is empty. Mm-hmm.